I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They could break here, Chelsea. This could be the moment. Frank Lampard for Chelsea. It's Carvalho to his right. Lampard for the title. Lampard, it's 2-0. It's Chelsea's championship. And 50 years of waiting have come to an end. Lampard comes out to Essien. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Chessie Hour. My name is Daniel Stoff. I'm your host for today. Uh, joining with me, I've got um, the person that we've locked down to a seven-year contract. Jermaine, we're never going to let you go. What are you saying, bro? Yeah, what are you saying? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Cool. Second week in a row. Always a pleasure to have you on. And then we've got Shemi. Shemi, listen, I'm not going to interrupt you on this podcast. I listen to the, the main pod. You can't even get your points off when it comes to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel so sorry for him, bro. It's nasty, man. Like, especially with a big game like that, where his emotions are so high, like, it's just couldn't, couldn't get anything off. But yeah, back in the safe space. So, safe space. Corruption. Um, and we've got a lot to talk about today, actually. Um, because, bruv, it's Chelsea, isn't it? <laughs> and it's and it's the January transfer window. Um, so I thought, look. The Liverpool game happened just after the last Jesse hour, so we all touch on it, but it's so long ago that we won't like go into depth. Um, I think we again, Nonny signed like a week ago, but there's so many signings, it feels like old news. Um, uh, we were supposed to cover it in the last pod, but I don't really know much about him. I've seen people um compare him to a Robin, maybe because he's at PSV, maybe it's lazy, but then he is left footed, that plays on the right, but. Even when we bought Robin, for those, listen, I've got age on my side, so I try to educate with some. I'm like a historian, you know what I'm saying? A wise historian. But uh, <laughs> Robin at PSV, left-footed, played on the left. When we bought him at Chelsea. Yeah, a lot he started time, on the left. Yeah, a lot of time. For Chelsea, most of the time, he played on the left. Like, the the whole yeah. Robin on the right thing, cutting in, that was a Bayern thing. It wasn't necessarily a Chelsea thing. Not that he... R- stayed, right. It's not that he stayed on the left at Chelsea, because we remember Robin and Duff switch places in fact it's a good time to talk about Robin and Duff because we've been starving for wingers that are fast for a long time and hopefully fingers crossed we have that but I just want to come to you Shemi Shemi um anything you know about Nodi I call him Nodi because I don't want to butcher his last name even though I'm Nigerian I'm still not that comfortable but maybe you how you say it 
Madueke. Madueke. Are you, are you confident with that pronunciation, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Confident. Uh, um, and what about the player? How confident are you with your knowledge of the player? Um, yeah, same similar to you. I don't know too much about him. Um, yeah. it's funny because I when we were linked, I nowadays, yeah, what I do is when we're linked with a player, I search him in, into the WhatsApp group chat. And yeah. because obviously you, you know we've got some undercover scouts in that chat. So okay. um, um the guys were talking about Noni back in 2020 and they were bigging him up, bigging him up. So I went to watch some comps of him. So really intriguing. I've only like seen comps, I haven't watched him, I don't know too much about him, but um I like what I see. To be mm-hmm. fair to him, I, I do like what I see. Like you said, um, we've been starved of players who are actually just like faster than can beat players. Um, yeah. It looks like he's got um, explosiveness. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like he's got power, and he yeah. can shoot. So yeah, when you've got those three attributes as a winger, it's it's a very very good starting point. Um, especially the shooting aspect. Um, it looks like he he likes to he it looks like he he likes to lick shots and get shots off, off at goal, which is again something we've missed for a very long time. But in terms of um, my actual knowledge, I'm not I, I'm not too too knowledgeable about him. But from what I've seen from the comps, it it looks like he's got a good a good base to go from. So yeah, I'm excited to see him, um, and it's something different because I feel like we haven't had any left footers for a very very long time. So yeah, I wanted to to bring up a point, but I I really on this podcast I'm just gonna let Shemi go. I'm not even gonna try to interrupt because I'm still pissed off about the, the main point I'm drinking. <laughs> But <laughs> another another reason why he's linked with Robin is because injury prone. So I don't know the stats, but I've seen it floating around social media that um he's played so little games for someone that's been free there for like three years or whatever, and it's all because of injuries. Um, but what you mentioned about his shots, yeah, that's one sometimes people compare him to Bell as well. Obviously, he was a Spurs youngster, and maybe they're not really really necessarily advertising that fact, but um he does seem to have a powerful shot, um, but the injury-prone thing. Listen, I was, I'm still to this day, I'm not over the fact that we sold Robena. And Robena actually done something uh, a while ago, but it resurfaced in the week about how uh, when he left Chelsea to go to Real Madrid, he was just he really wanted to just come back to Chelsea because he missed it there and he preferred being at Chelsea than Real Madrid. Obviously, he found another home at Bayern Munich, but when Robben left. Robben said the reason why he left Chelsea, not that he wasn't like, not that he was unhappy here, but he saw that Mourinho was frustrated with the fact that he wasn't always available. And we've seen it with Reese James, we've seen it Kante, a lot of fans nowadays. If a player's injury prone, they're like, get rid. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think, yeah, I I always say if we kept Robben, we would have won a lot more leagues under Mourinho because. Even like I get Mourinho being emotional and frustrated, but I think he was a difference. A lot of the times in those first two wins, he was the difference. And he wasn't necessarily, he was injured, I think, for definitely the first season, maybe the second season as well. But if you have an injury prone player that's world class, you still keep him around because even if they, you get half a season out of them, that's still half a season that can be a difference. And we've seen that with Aguero. We've seen that with Robin for Bayern Munich and all that type of stuff. But yeah, so Madueke, uh, I've got the confidence to say his surname now, but let's see um, if he can be, even if he's injury prone, let's see if he could be a net positive. Jermaine, what's your take on Oni? I'm just I'm just kind of um, happy to see that we've got something similar on both sides because yeah. I feel like right now, if you look at a lot of the teams that are, that are doing well, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time, it, the players that are making things happen 
it's it's often through that kind of pace and directness and mm. um you know that little bit that that little moment where they just beat a couple players and they just make stuff happen like I was even watching like, that that Rashford goal yesterday for example yeah. it wasn't even really a thing where like he he kind of gets lucky with a little ricochet and that but it's like sorry he kind of gets lucky with like a little ricochet and that but it's the fact that he's being so direct and trying to beat players that that he gets that kind of luck do you, do you know what I mean and and yeah. I just feel like when when you don't have those players it's so hard to to kind of make stuff happen mm-hmm. unless the guys that you've got on the ball mm-hmm. are like exceptionally good. So mm-hmm. in terms of passing wise and stuff. So mm-hmm. like so so now I just think to have that now on both sides, I'm 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 excited to see what happens. Cause I think like from I'm the same as Shemi, like I haven't watched him mm-hmm. in games and that. But in in terms of the the comps that I've seen I was just focusing more on on his game against Leicester mm-hmm. and his game against Arsenal, and he's he's going for it in them in them games. Like he's mm-hmm. he like I've spoken to Arsenal fans about um, a couple of my boys who are Arsenal fans. They were telling me like that he destroyed them in it when he played them. So yeah, so like that's and they were pro like they were they were proper like um, praising him as well. They were like they were so glad to like see the end of that that um, to to see the back of him. To be fair. I mean, but, um... yeah, I was going to say, uh, it's a good point you bring up in terms of both sides because there has been a time where everyone said, okay, cool, Eden, we just relied on playing through him on one side and the whole we're surrounded with, with bums type thing. Um, and these guys, listen, Bowley's aggressive. Like, I was expecting maybe one or two players, at, but again, Mudrich's come in, Madueke's come in, Obviously, Felix has come in. Like they seem intent to to do a summer transfer window in January, which is crazy. Um, uh, so, not like let's go to the Liverpool game, and we don't have to focus on the Liverpool game because, frankly, I can't remember it. But one of the big talking points after it was um, Mount because he didn't have a good game. And so on social media, that a battle kind of happened because you could kind of see Mount's whole PR system. I feel like when they talk about the Chessie Hour propaganda machine, it pales in comparison to what Mount's built um, with the media, <laughs> with all of these different content creators, with, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. so there's this whole war raging and it's kind of, What's fueled the fire is the fact that, listen, I was shocked to find out after the season, he's got a year left of his contract. It's still not signed. Apparently, there's an impasse because one of the, the big things apparently is because he doesn't want these kind of like long, bowly death row contracts that he's handing out. Um, but apart from that, um, there's murmurs saying, show me that I'm valued, which when people would criticise Mount for that, listen, any player... Why would you sign a contract if you're not valued, especially like a long one? You want to know exactly what you're signing up for. And so he has the right to ask for that. He's linked with Liverpool. At first, like, ask me even a couple of months ago, I'm saying no fucking chance. No no fucking chance, mate. That's what my scouser friends say. But, <laughs> but now it seems like actually this could happen. Um, So I want to come to Shemi first because Shemi, you're, I don't think you're like, a devout, I wouldn't say you're a devout mount, like, support, like, I wouldn't say you're, like, a lawyer, in terms of 
regardless of what's accurate, you're going to defend Mount. I think you just try to be objective around him. Is that fair? Precisely. Precisely. Uh, so, so then I'd want to hear your opinion it because if you are objective, then you're going to have like a nice level-headed opinion. I don't want to hear agenda. I just want to hear what what's the truth. Tell us, Jimmy. So what regarding what the the whole Mount state or like just just the whole Mount situation? You can touch on the different tenants. Listen, this isn't the main part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, look, this season it's not he's not been good this season. I think. Um, but I think generally, um, generally, I think the criticism is of wood personally. Um, and when I look when I look at Mount's whole body of work in terms of when he first came into the team up until now, um, I think he can look back and he's, he's done quite well for himself personally, in my opinion. Um, I think a lot of the good stuff. I think I said in the group chat a lot of the good stuff he's done, kind of in past seasons, is a bit kind of forgotten. As football fans, we've got short memories, um, and I was trying to get this out on the main pod, but I couldn't. But I felt like, um, you know, coming into the team his first season, he done well to help us get top four. Then I think um, under Tuchel, he was especially in um, that first six months under Tuchel, he was one of our better players and had a great Champions League run last season. Performances are debatable, but you know he was putting up the numbers when you know other other guys weren't kind of putting up the numbers. So I feel like generally, like he has, he, he's he's got a decent, quite quite a good body of work at Chelsea personally. Um, and now that's not to say like the 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 protection is a lot, and he's obviously got a lot of PR in the media, and it is definitely when you're seeing things like the hidden statue in Euros, it's like why 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 are we doing this? Like this is just ridiculous. Um, so it's literally. Like you said, it's a war. It's a war. But where I stand kind of thing is that um, I personally, I'm not kind of torn either way. Um, I would get if he wants to leave because um, he doesn't give value simply because I feel like he has put in enough um, work at Chelsea and he has achieved, um, he's contributed to um, what a lot of the good stuff Chelsea have done over the last few years, a fair amount to want to feel valued, if that makes sense. In my opinion, I think that's fair. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, um, with the type of players that we've been signing, especially in this window, um, and the quality of players that we're signing. So, for example, João Felix is a good example to use because we've all watched João Felix. Do you know what I mean? We know what João Felix is about. Is about. Um, with those type of players, the bar has kind of risen a little bit at Chelsea. Um, and I feel like, as much as I do like Mount, he doesn't quite um, reach that bar. Mm -hmm. So... Having said that, with those players um, now in the squad, I would expect them to obviously be playing ahead of Mount. Um, mm -hmm. And Mount's not someone to kind of settle for a, a reduced role considering how much football he's played over the last few years. So, yeah, like, I, I think I think him leaving, would I think it would make sense. I think it would be fair. Do I see it happening? I'm still not 100% convinced because I feel like Mount's one of those one-club one club, um, players, mm -hmm. um, you know, like your Hendersons and, you know, um, those type of guys, but it's definitely not inconceivable. It's def over the past few weeks, I've definitely realised that it's not impossible it can happen. And I think if it was to happen, um, I think it'd be fair. And personally, I, I'm kind, I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards it happening, like wanting it to happen because I'm over, I'm just really over the whole war in the fan base. I'm over him being the constant topic of conversation. Like you know, Chelsea is just so much bigger than Mason Mount. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah. That's that's kind of my take on it. Well, so number one, Henderson isn't the one club man. He's from Sunderland. 
Newcastle. But it's, oh it's, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, well, as soon as you got to Liverpool, you kind of knew you weren't you weren't going anywhere else. But yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. And then um, you said what? First question. Um, so if you was Bowley, what would you do in a situation? Like that? Um, I would. Well, well, of course, I would offer him a new contract first and foremost because I feel like he deserves it. Um, and if he, I, I'd give him. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd. Um, kind of bend over backwards in terms of um, going over and beyond kind of to keep him, if that makes sense. I'd yeah. give him terms that, you know, are reasonable and, you know, kind of to what he wants, but still kind of in, in my court type thing. Um, and yeah, if he signs it, he signs it. And if he doesn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be begging him to stay personally. I would yeah. offer him the contract um, and give him good terms, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be one of those ones where I'm kind of like, how do I explain it? Where you're kind of fighting and begging him yeah. to stay? Because I don't think, I don't think it's it's worth that. But um, you said that Mount put up numbers last season when others didn't. Who who were the others you were talking about? Um. So well, okay. To be fair, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. So to be fair, um, if we're talking all comps, Lukaku was our top scorer, I believe. Um, oh, I think they all pretty much scored scored the same amount. They scored similar, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, but obviously um, but th- played way more. Yeah. Sorry? Obviously, Mount played way more, but they all, they I think they all ended up on like 13, but Mount played w- by far the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think he's a, I think it was more like both the goals and assists, which were quite, quite far ahead of everybody else, I believe. I think it was 29 he got. Listen, for what I'd say is this, and this is just my, well, to be fair, I was going to say this is just my, my thing, but really and truly, it should be everyone's thing. I don't. I don't believe you should add up goals and assists. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I hear that. But apart from that, I think what's important, and this is why the whole stats thing. I just feel like I love stats, but the way it's used by people is so uh, inaccurate. So stats are something that could be a sharp tool, but the way people are using it so blunt, so careless, and like when we're talking about um, the the goal threat from our teams, like. Jorginho, we love the fact that he scores so many penalties, but we're not going to look at it like, yeah, Jorginho's outscoring all the you, you other guys because they're penalties, right? And so, as much as Mount did get assists and set pieces come into it, don't forget, when it, when when it's a thing where you're nominated to take it, so like set pieces, whether it's corners or, or free kicks, it's a nomination. One person gets chosen to take it penalties this is what that's why like you have to consider that it's not like i'm not saying that it's bad that Jorginho scores penalties it's good that he does it but it doesn't make mean him like he doesn't make him a goal threat do you know what i'm saying and i think it's the same with mount uh or just anyone taking set pieces i always look at okay if you're the nominated set piece taker then i expect you to get a bit more assist than everybody else right but i get that but even even with that he he did get assists as well. My thing is with the whole kind of assist thing, again, you have to understand, he's played the most. So again, these are the things that I take into account. So then I look at how things are set up to when people's like, right, look, he's done more than everybody else. Yeah, well, he's set piece taker. He's played way more than everybody else. Um, and so without, say, without taking the fact that, yeah, the, the result is he did get assists, he did get goals. I always try to, as an analyst, normalize you know the the playing field otherwise it's just like yeah of course things are set up for him to win now what i'd say about mount in terms of his 
assists specifically, and then Jay, I'll come on to. Um, I think a lot of these assists, like where I think with me, where I say wow with Mal is never any of his assists. When I say never, I'm talking about like maybe once in the blue moon, but I've never said wow. I barely say wow in terms of Mount in his game with an assist. To be fair, the only kind of times I remember saying wow with Mount is his strikes in and around the box. And I can think of a number of occasions. And I think that's his special kind of real power. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His last quality assist, yeah, was that was the that touch. Out. Oh, oh. The, one, the one against Fulham. The touch out of the air and then he plays it through to Kai, the through ball. That was his last like quality assist. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, that was really good. Yeah, that was like proper top quality. That's the that's the I last one. The, C- I remember. the, the CL one was top quality as well. Uh, the, the Hudson Day one, or the the, the, the CL the CL one, for Kai. Man City one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the final, the, the Man the, City. The Champions one? League. I don't know. I, the Man City. Hey, show me that slightly of that that pass is slightly overrated. I don't think that was. <laughs> I think so. I, I yeah, think the gap is so big. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The gap was very. Werner <laughs> helps yeah, make yeah. it big, and it's not. Look, we're, a lot of the times we see it and Mount doesn't make that pass. So we're all happy that he makes the pass. But I don't necessarily think that's like amazing. It's just, yeah, we're happy that it happened. And it, it, it a lot of people, not just Mount, might not make the pass. So he made the pass and credits where credit's due. But I was never wow with that pass. I think he, the hudson Odoi one, really good. To be fair, when I think about Mount in terms of wow, in terms of anything away from the strikes, but I think that's the area where there's so many occasions where I can say amazing, amazing strike, amazing strike. But, but the Burnley game, people always go to it, but that's not regular Mount. That Burnley game um, under Lampard, you saw a lot of good passing, etc., etc. But generally, I only ever say wow with Mount when it's a, a strike in and around the box. And that's why when I think about, look, if I was Bowley, would I offer Mount a contract? The answer is no, I wouldn't. I probably like I'd even not just offer him fair terms. I wouldn't, and that's not to say. Yeah, it's not to say that Mount's not done anything for Chelsea. It's not about oh, um, it's like with Roberto Di Matteo. I know he won the Champions League. Personally, I wouldn't have offered him a contract because it's not about what you've done. It's what is happening in the future. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think with Mount, number one, um, I think he's easily replaceable. Personally, I'm not talking about his connection with the fans. I'm not talking about the kind of whole Cobham factor and all of those type of stuff. I'm just talking about what I see from him in the pitch. When I analyse his game, I think um, his game for me, the pressing is important. I like, I loved Costa and Drogba, et cetera, et cetera, because they were nuisance and they were the first line of defence. And I think he brings that. So I give credit to him for that. I also give credit um, to him for his technical security. And people kind of laugh when you say technical with Mount, but we've seen so many players come in, like like even Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz, Drogba, uh, Lukaku, Werner, etc., etc., etc. Like Mount, a lot of the times, like he might let you down in terms of not making a pass or just taking a shot, being greedy and stuff like that. But he like miscontrols, like he he usually good. He's got good control, and even like when the ball is around him and he fights for, like, there's three or four players, he will fight for that ball. So he he's really that technical, technically secure for me. And I think that's a good part of his game. 
a lot of times it's not a wow part of his game. There are some times where he does a little run and he uses his body or does a nice little turn, which looks good. But for me, what I'm looking at is um, in an attack, if Mount, because I think his strike is the, the, the main USP for Mount, if Mount was actually uh, a serious goal threat, then I would keep him. If he's a regular serious goal threat, but really and truly, I just feel like his game being the strike, which is the odd strike. I know you like people talk about his goals and all that type of stuff. It's the odd strike. Um, it's just not enough for me. And I can get I can get like other people to kind of do the Harry and stuff like and, and I know like I think personally for me, Mount and Havertz, where a lot of people when we first bought them was like, oh Mount will play deeper and he'll feed the balls. I was like, no chance. And I said it on this podcast. I said, no chance. Number one, him playing deeper never gonna happen. He's gonna be the one that's gonna try and get in the box. He calls himself the box to box midfielder. He don't care about being in the other box. He's just the attacking box midfielder. Let's be honest. Like like he might do it for a couple of games, but then he'll say, I'm not involved and he would want to get the goals. He cares about the final third, not the first third. Um, and so he wants to be fed. Like, and that's why a lot of the times where he doesn't make that through ball, he's thinking about okay, how do I get the ball back? He wants to be fed. And so with Mount, it's like when we've got a Felix and Mudrick, these guys you can see already they can do the through balls. And when I look at someone like Kai. Um, Kai makes runs in behinds. I know people ask, what does Kai do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he makes those runs in that behind. We need people that will make those runs in behind, and he kind of leads the line. He does the aerial jewels. Do you know what I'm saying? He um, he he's better at link up. We've already seen it with Felix. So I just feel like there's a lot more vary to his game. Whereas when I look at Mount's game, I like I don't see the variety like that. Like and and so for me, just looking in terms of building, I think. A lot of people are now saying, oh, he was pushed into the attack. Let's see him in midfield. We've been seeing him in midfield. We've seen him before in midfield. Um, I don't rate it. I just don't, I don't rate it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't rate it. And so looking to, forward to attack, I think one of the reasons why we haven't had a devastating attack, and we've talked about how hopefully we do have a devastating attack now because we've got fast attacks, et cetera, et cetera. I think Mount's kind of going to get in the way of that. And so again, like you said, Mount's not someone that wants to be a bench boy. Why would you give him a contract if you can't promise him to be the star? Because he's just going to be frustrated. He's just going to be a bad element in the dressing room. And if Liverpool... Yeah, my, so, so my thing behind that was that he probably could slot back into a midfield role now that he got threatening attackers. But even that is still like... It's kind of still wishful thinking a little bit because we're, we're, the, the squad is bloated. But that was my thinking behind it. But yeah, continue, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for me... The answer is no for me, just because, like, I, I, I think Mount's an attacking midfielder. I don't believe he's interested in doing the defensive work that, like like that. And so he'd have to be, for me, as part of the attack. Even if it's attacking four, I'd count him as an attack. Um, and, yeah, I just, I, I think we'd be better for it if he leaves, um, especially with the, the opp- opportunity maybe to get Felix permanent. I'd want him to have that like you know that that playmaker role um i want him basically re- to replace mount um and so i wouldn't um offer him that's a very easy um decision for me i get Bowley might be afraid from the backlash from the fans but i've seen and i think i was this way with Mata when everybody was complaining about Mata Mourinho not playing Mata i was like move him on i can't lie and to be fair with Mata i was a bit more relaxed about it. if he stayed he stayed because Mata's not someone that 
Matt is not like a mount. Mount tries to make, I feel like he makes everything about him. Um, and I think he'd be a really, really bad, really, 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 really vindictive and bad element in the dressing room if he doesn't get his, get his way. Um, whereas Matt is not that type of guy. He's a nice guy. But I think with Matt, where everybody loved him, he got the, the two uh, player of the season awards, just like Mount did. Um, I just saw it. I just personally saw it as like, we can do better in terms of KDB, especially someone at the squad, in the squad. Um, and so I was like, right, are you like guys are complaining about Matal? KDB is going to be a weldy and he's not playing. And so I was more concerned with him not playing. Um, yeah. And so, and, and so I'm, I'm just, look, we, when Matt got when we sold Matt to United, everybody's acting like it's the worst thing ever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We moved on quickly. We wouldn't move on so quickly without Mount. I promise you. Yeah, um, we, we we definitely we definitely would. We definitely would. I'm not denying that. But I, I just want to ask you something quickly before Jermaine. I know Jermaine's waiting to come in, but um, <laughs> just quickly, um, you know when you said if he didn't get his way, you'd feel like it would he would be bad in the dressing room. You said that right? Something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. What, what what what's that based on? Because I don't. Because I don't based really. On... I don't, I don't really see it. Like I know a lot of people have this narrative of him that you know, like oh, if he doesn't get his way, he's gonna be. But to me, he just seems like a really nice guy. I don't no, really see it. He said it himself um, from that game where he dropped him for the Wolves game. Tuchel said it himself. Um, what, and what did he say? Tuchel said when he dropped him, um, he was off with him. He was, I think he even no, I think he even like went up to him and said you're gonna regret and all this type of stuff. And Mount said that. Yeah, I can't. I can't say it verbatim because it's uh, ages ago. But... I'm not sure. I, you think I'm lying? Mm. Go check. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine saying that. Tuchel, Tuchel, Tuchel's a very Tuchel's open about it. It's not. It's, this isn't like he, mm. he said. Say, this is what Tuchel said. Tuchel said that Mount confronted him. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Tuchel said it. That Mount confronted him about not playing, and Tuchel said that 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 made me like him. Tuchel said the passion for the fact that he wanted to play. Whereas a lot of managers would have been put off because mm. he's going to regret it, you're going to et cetera, et cetera. That made him like him. And so, like, again, you as a manager, you want players to be upset with not playing, right? But what I'm saying is Mount, again, he, is, he needs to go to a place where he's playing because he's not going to be a good squad player. He doesn't see it. He's a protagonist. And so this is not necessarily a character flaw because this is someone that wants to be the main man. I'm just saying you can't keep on putting main men in the supporting like squad roles. That's just like bad squad planning because you're going to have them upset. No, I'm not asking for Mount to be happy as a squad player. I just don't see it as a good fit because he's someone that's why Sterling left Man City. Do you know what I'm saying? Because he wanted to be like, he sees himself as a main man. He's always played Mount went straight on loan. He didn't want to do any of the rubbish kind of waiting around. He went to where he could play, Vitesse. Then he went to Derby. He came back to Chelsea because Lampard said, you can play. He, in his mind, he would he wants to start. He wants to be a regular. He doesn't want to be a rotation player. He doesn't see himself as that. He's not going to be a happy camper. And that's not necessarily a bad trait. It's just that why would you give him a contract if you're not planning for him to be the starter? Because he... I I just don't believe that he'll be a good happy camper as a squad player. He doesn't see himself. There's certain players that are just happy to collect their paycheck or happy to be part of the team. I don't see that as Mount. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Would you give him the contract if he was Day. Um the the thing is that if I if I was to to offer Mesa a contract, it, it I'd be very clear like about what his role would be in this squad. Mm-hmm. And so if he makes the decision to leave off the off the basis that I see him as literally a squad player because that's what his performance is all round in terms of consistency, in terms of the level of performance. Forget about stats. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's just talk about the quality of performances mm-hmm. because we, we, we've we seen Pulisic turn up with a goal here and there and then, you know, he's ghost for the whole game. Do you understand? And everybody's quick to say, oh, Pulisic has been shit the whole game, but he scored a goal. Do you understand? But it, it just seems like when when that's Mount, that that doesn't really count for the same player. So so for me, when I'm watching Mount, like I even said last season, yeah, his goals went up, but his performances were worse. His performances, his all round performances in games, they were worse. In terms of what he was adding to the team, it was worse. And and the season before that, the performances were they were decent, but the goals and but the goals and the assists and stuff like that 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 wasn't there. So, so like, I was hoping this season he would merge the two together, balance it out, more performances, and show up with some goals and assists considering how much he plays. Now, my thing is with Mount, how can you have... You know players, yeah, when they don't play well, normally they're suffering from confidence in terms of, like, not having the confidence of the manager, not having the confidence from the fans, not having the confidence, I don't know, from, I don't know, from the owner, whoever, yeah? Mount has confidence coming from every fucking angle. Like, you, you can't be... What is the reason for Mount to be playing poorly? Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying in terms of you're not allowed to play poorly as a player. But if Mount is this great player that everybody thinks he is, yeah? And I use the word great because that's how some people talk about him. Me, personally, I think he's a good player. Mm-hmm. A good player. So I just think he can do a lot of things like... Something's good, something's decent. I don't really, I don't really think he does anything extraordinary. I think he's got the, he's got the capability to score like a, like a cracker here and there, like in terms of like a long range shot or a crazy finish. Like I can't remember, like I think the one against Leeds or the one against Norwich where he just kind of slaps it top, like roofs it. But like apart from that, like I'm in terms of when I'm watching him play the game throughout the whole ninety minutes, not getting subbed off. Like I, I'm just 
like you watch the the the, the clear example, yeah. You watch Reese James, whether he scores or assists or whatever, the you can see it. You can see why he's there. You can see why he is the best, one of the best players at our football club. Do you understand? You don't need to make no excuses. You don't need to like to fit, like fake no stories. You don't need to bring up stats. You don't need to bring up all these um, things about oh, he, since Hazard this and that and blah blah blah. Like you don't need to. We don't need that for East James because we know it. But it just seems like we're always coming up with something else to kind of tell ourselves why Mount is at this certain level that people keep saying. So for me, I just think until Mount manages to get to the to the performance level that. Chelsea are normally used to with their midfielders or their attackers, whatever he wants to be, because that's another thing he needs to decide. He needs to decide what he wants to be. He needs to tell the gaffer what he wants to be. And the gaffer needs to also understand that at the end of the day, we're going to have top quality midfielders here. If Enzo comes tomorrow, I'm sorry, Mount, <laughs> it's a long day for you, bro. If Caicedo's here tomorrow, it's, a, it's, it's even longer. And if Santos, come, Santos comes back, and then he and he slots straight into the prem. What, what happens then? So like, I don't understand why people think this this is gonna be. I feel like a lot of Chelsea fans that back Mount, they they they've got this feeling that that like it's gonna be an easy ride for him at Chelsea. And and it and it's number one, it shouldn't be. And number two, he hasn't. I feel like the accolades have kind of blinded people. So like the 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 stats like the stats first in terms of goals and assists, so that the you know, you got double figures, goals, double figures, assists last season. And then the whole thing went out. Oh, the first player to do that since Hazard. So they they, they were hanging on to that. They're hanging on to the player of the season. One one he didn't even deserve. Do you understand? They're hanging on to all these things, but they don't tell the full story. Do you understand? They don't tell the full story because that some of the performances, they, they weren't that good. Even in the season when he got top four for us, yeah? When, not, not when he got top four for us. When we got top four under Lampard. The, my my main memory of that season, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it's the COVID season, right? Yeah. When we got top. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I don't even think Mount had a better patch than Pudisic. No. In that season, so everybody's talking so much crud about how Mount so was so good and this and that, but bro, like there's been players that have have formed, like definitely performed better than him at times. Do you understand? I don't think he's been as consistent as people make out. So, and I don't think he's progressed with with the backing that he has and the consistency that he's been been able to to get in terms of minutes. He hasn't. Any good player would progress well. Do you understand? Or they would have shown you some kind of like they would have shown you a patch where you where you can look at that player and say, yeah, he's definitely going places. Because like me and you spoke, Dan. Yeah, you see Rashford. Rashford had that season where he carried Man United, right? When they were in Europa and that. He was scoring goals. He was carrying them in Europa. He was scoring goals there. He was basically, he scored a ton of goals. I think he scored like plus 20s or something. Then he went next season, had a poor season. And now he's back again doing the same thing. I don't really feel like we've ever had that with Mount. I don't get that confidence that I'm going to get anything like that from Mount, whether it be in midfield or as an attacker. Because I, I, I genuinely don't think I've seen that that quality and consistency from him. Yeah. So like, so when you're saying I, I want to be valued as a player at Chelsea Football Club, you're either looking at the accolades that you've recently got and looking at your stats and that and saying, well, 
I've done more than Reese James. I've got player of the season. James has got none, kind of thing. And you're and you're basically saying, surely I'm surely I'm more valuable than James. When actual facts, I'm sorry, brother, you're you're nowhere near. Or he, or he could be looking at the Verners, the Havertz, the Zs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then, that's that's where he's fucked up, isn't it? Do you see what I'm saying? Because, come on, bro. Like we all watch the game. Like if you're comparing it to to Werner and them. But- and no, but them, but no, but them guys are on. They they were on massive wages, though. No, no, no. I hear. Yeah, no, I hear you. But what I'm what I'm saying is, like, the owners are still gonna look at that and be like, "Well, cool." That, but that was a mistake, innit? Like, at the end of the day, you can't try and use that as a thing, as if to say, "Oh, yeah, you gave them." Nah, yeah, yeah, de- definitely. Sure, I'm, I'm just looking from sure. his point of view. Sure. Kind of thing. Even yeah. even from his point of view, and even when we try to laugh at these players, because I'm not gonna have it. When we're laughing at ZH, Werner and all of that type of stuff. Again, I think the first point to remember is one of the reasons why people might feel confident that Mount can outlast all these incoming players is because it's not the first time there have been incoming players where people have said Mount's not going to last them and he's outlasted them. But again, it's about the level playing field. Now, like people talk about Werner, um, Ver- like again, when Mount played every single game, Werner... In his last season, I think he got like eleven goals for us and six assists, and he was he was barely playing. And so when people are talking, I feel like people brown nose and 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 just lift up Mount so much that um, he can't even see that we can't even most people can't even see the truth. Um, as Ziyech, people are like oh yeah, he's doing much better than Ziyech. Again, like to be fair, Ziyech barely plays, but from what I've seen, Ziyech in terms of creativity. It's far superior, far superior to Mount. And again, the Ziyech gets goals too, but he just doesn't get enough game time to get the goals to compete with Mount. So I'm not having that Mount clear Ziyech. I'm sorry, I'm not having it. I'm not even having that um, he clears Werner. And Werner is someone that I don't rate, but Werner put up goals. He's just frustrating. And I'll get to maybe the frustration bit a, a little bit later, but... I don't think Mount is levels above like these guys. And when with Reese James, Reese James had to fight his way into the team. He shared a position with Aspi. Mount has never had to fight for uh, for a place. Is it because Mount's levels above these players? I don't believe so. Me personally, I don't believe so. And if he was, and I struggled, I struggled to agree with the burn one, but I do hear what you're saying. Yeah, and if he was, listen. The thing is with Werner, I've never been a fan, but. Werner showed a very low base level in terms <laughs> but, of the but, foundations of football. Right, but then this is what I'm saying. When you're talking about stats and you bring up the stats of Mount, you can still bring up the stats of Werner. Because again... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about stats. I'm actually just talking about the, found, the base right, attributes no, but, of right, being a good Right, but this is what I'm saying. So you, since you're talking about the base of being a good footballer, that's what Jermaine's saying about Mount in terms of what he's bringing to the game. Because people can bring up stats for Werner, just like people can bring out the stats for Mount. The same way you're saying, actually, let's talk about him as a footballer. Let's do that for Mount. Let's do that for Mount too. So when everyone's saying that he clears all of these players, like Ziyech and et cetera, et cetera, does he? Now, this is what I'll say. And I get it. I get one of the reasons, everybody, that the Liverpool game, there was a couple of passes that people wanted Mount to make, and he didn't make that pass. And maybe because he doesn't back himself, maybe because he consumes social media and he knows that maybe the pressure's on. But I said earlier, Mount is technically technically secure. That's a good thing. That's one of the reasons why people don't get on his back. Someone like um, a ZH is frustrating. 
he's frustrating because Ziyech, to be fair, Mount's frustrating too, in, in, maybe in some similar ways. Mount's not frustrating in, ter- frustrating in terms of control of the ball and stuff like that. He is frustrating in terms of he doesn't make the pass, etc., or he does it, or he shoots or whatever at, at um, a pl- place where he shouldn't shoot. But Ziyech is way more frustrating because Ziyech tries Hollywood way more often. Maybe, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm frustrated with both, but um, uh, Havertz is frustrating because he does miscontrol. He does have kind of like stinking games, but m- maybe Mount doesn't get the bad rap because as a player, a lot of times he'll make safe passes rather than making the other pass. And sometimes when you're always making a safe pass, when we saw Mudrich make that reverse pass um, to get someone in, again, a lot of people saw the levels. And so with Mount, you can't necessarily go on his back, but then I'm looking over these three or four seasons that he's been here. And I'm looking at the fact that he's been the main man. So when people kind of are down on Zierich, down on Werner, et cetera, et cetera, they haven't been given the keys. This is the guy we've given the keys to, Mount. And I don't think anyone can argue that, right? And I don't see why he deserves to be given the keys. I don't see him as a player that's anywhere near one of the best players in the world. And if Chelsea is one of the best clubs in the world, why are we submitting to Mount? And I get, like, with we've had Salah at Chelsea, he was frustrating. And the Chelsea fans, I don't think they can handle frustrating players because Salah never got to play regularly, so we never got to see the upside of what Salah could bring. Salah at Liverpool has been frustrating. Liverpool fans will tell you. They've told me, even in his heyday when you're scoring like 30 goals, they were like, he's a frustrating player. We can actually see. Sometimes he really looks really bad. But with Chelsea, because of that frustration, the groans coming, etc., etc., Salah never gets the chance to play like that. I, I talked about how Drogba... In his first two seasons here, the Chelsea fans was on his back. And people remember Drogba, maybe the back end of his career where everything was technically secure. He was mad frustrating, but he he was still contributing. And I think with Chelsea, um, maybe we prefer someone that isn't going to necessarily contribute that much, but doesn't have those frustrating kind of things. And I, I, I get Mount, again, technically secure, Always runs to the hurts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so he's he's the like he's the uh, golden child, but that's kind of like with Oscar, and I I always say that Oscar kept out KDB, KDB maybe doesn't run as much and all of that type of stuff, but we have to be careful what we're optimizing for. You can be a frustrating player and you could be a worldie. We've seen that with Salah. He's not the best on the board. Like well, to be fair, Salah's good, but we've all heard that he's mad frustrated and we've seen it here at Chelsea and Chelsea fans still act like, oh, he was shit then. But he's always, he's always had that frustration and sometimes that stays with you. And I think at Chelsea, what we need to do a bit better, right? not everybody is going to be all-rounders like Felix where they're contributing, but everything's technically secure. And I think with, with Mount, I just feel like the level isn't good enough for him to have the keys. And so that's why I'm I'm happy to, to facilitate his, him leaving. Yeah, now overall, I'd 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 be called for him to stay, but I just think the role he plays at the club would need to change. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I can't even have that because again, Pulisic, yeah, again, Pulisic and Mount. I don't think I don't think Mount Mount is levels over Pulisic, and I'd love to see a lot of these players go to teams where they play regularly because I think that as much as Pulisic frustrating, as much as Ziyech is frustrating, if they were given the same time as Mount, I think they'd do more. I don't, I honestly think that. But we've we've spent enough time on Mount. Um, the Liverpool game, 
because that's why we're talking about Mount. Um, we did draw. The teams came out. Um, I know a lot of people weren't really excited about the teams. I just want to quickly touch on a few things from it. So um, I think it's so long ago, but obviously Mudrich is the main one. So we've signed Mudrich. He has been excited in that game. I think he excited everybody. Um, he like he keeps on ticking all the tactic like the you know like if you do a scouting report, tactically he seems like he can you know play different places. Technically amazing vision as well. Some players that are fast, do you know what I'm saying? They miss things because they're so fast. But he's got the vision. Um, so how impressed are you by Mudrić Shemi? Yeah, I was very impressed. Um, very, very impressed. I think the one thing that you can like kind of um, ask for, you know, like, you know, when you get a cameo off the bench, it's just, just for them to show you something, especially um, as a fan who hasn't watched um, a player before. So, for example, I've, I, I'd never actually, I'd never watched Madrid before. I never heard of him before Arsenal were linked. Um, so it's like, okay, cool. Like, let me just, let me actually see what you can do kind of thing. And in that 35 minutes, he showed me so many things. So he showed me that he had pace, like like incredible pace, um, that he can play in tight spaces, um, that he's got an eye for invention with that reverse pass that you mentioned. Um, and he's also got um, a composure about him in a box um, yeah. in those few instances. So the one where he done a little twinkle toes um, to get a shot off. And there was another one where he played, a couple of times where he played Chukumeka in, where he showed some composure to play him in. I was like, wow, there's so many facets of an attacker that I like. That you show me in this in, in just the small thirty five minute cameo, um, and I think those attackers that have all of those um, bits all blended into one, they're very very special. Um, and for me, it's just a shame that we have to wait two weeks before if we can actually confirm that this is real. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously you had a thirty five minute cameo. <laughs> I was I was looking forward to um to playing Fulham because I think it's on a Friday night and then Bab said it's in two weeks I was like oh my god my heart I was so upset you know you're but, scared um, you're not going to see it again in it I you're was so scared, upset because I was like I need to see this ASAP I need to confirm that this is real but um, if what if if that is kind of what he is kind of and um, it sounds kind of silly what I'm saying because I saw it with my own eyes but you know as football fans we're just very like scared and I've been burnt too many times but from what we saw in that Liverpool game it looks like he's got so much to his boat and I'm really really excited to see him play again um, and it looks like he's him alone is gonna he's gonna lift this attack up by so many levels because again, like I said, link up play, indiv- um, that individualism, um, flair, creativity, like works hard. so much. That one works hard. Very exciting. Works hard. Yeah, too. I, yeah, and works hard too. Yeah. Apparently, he's practicing shooting. He's obviously like he, he looks up to Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, it I, listen, Felix, both Felix and Modric was links. Both of them. Not even one or the yeah. other. Arsenal. And a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, they want to go to Arsenal, leave them low. Listen, if we didn't, if we let Madrid go to Arsenal, crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, now, do you know what? I put him up on one of the accounts and people were saying that, um, they said actually white PMP players get, get these hamstring injuries and then they're finished. That's what that's what a couple of people were saying. So I think they mentioned people like Bell. To, obviously, Robin was injury prone. But they talked about how um, because he's fast, he's in danger of potentially getting a, a an, an injury, then losing his pace, and then maybe. And I, I don't know, Jermaine. I don't know if you, if you see that as well because I never kind of heard of that. But um, that's what they're saying. Have, 
Yeah, ha- hamstring injuries are are um are common for wingers generally, like quick wingers and stuff like that. But I think so. I don't really think there's anything too like new about what's said about hamstring injuries. What I will say though is that um them them man from them countries there, boy, uh, they're built different. So. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they might, yeah, yeah. Wells, Wells, and Russia—they're two different things, in it. So, <laughs> but you know what it is. So Shevchenko, it was more towards the end of his career, but he lost his pace, and I think it was after injury too. And that's when Chelsea decided, let's go get Shevchenko. But obviously, <laughs> obviously like, think like to be fair, Noni, Noni, someone that gets injuries and he's still fast. Then Bele, someone that's get injuries, he's still fast. Obviously, like even the technology in terms of what they use for people is 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 moved forward. I th- I, th- I think Torres is a, was is an example of someone who had white PMP and he had a lot of muscle injuries, didn't he? Yeah, but he yeah, did, like he was really quick to begin with. Yeah, he no, was, he, he he was he, he was quick. Yeah, yeah, he was really yeah, he was quick. Qu- he was yeah. quick at at Liverpool, but something changed. And I remember when we were signing him again. <laughs> and this is why I'm glad we got Modric before any of this rubbish. But the Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool, he got he had an injury, and I remember um, he just was, before he came, right? Yeah, yeah he, just before he came. Yeah, he wasn't playing good, and I remember yeah, he, wasn't playing, he came yeah. back from injury, and then he scored two goals against us, even though he yep, I remember all season, and then that's when Chelsea thought, oh, he's back, let's go and spend the money. On <laughs> just after Senko, we decided to do the same thing for it. But anyway, um, in terms of the Liverpool game, Paul played, I think, uh, playing risky, I think he was playing risky passes and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about Hall, but I think apart from that, Cucurella um, did really well against Salah. Um, Ziyech, again, another good game. Um, Badiashile mm-hmm. against Silva, really good. Um, Havertz, Maybe I don't know if you want to talk about Havertz. Obviously, he's got an offside guard. People said he had a good performance as well, but that was Liverpool game. Um, transfers. So there's a lot going on. We we seem to be one in the midfielder. We went back in for Enzo. Um, that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Apparently, he's going to get a bonus for not coming. Um, uh, we're linked with Caicedo. Arsenal are trying to trying to copy our homework. They're in for him too. Uh, <laughs> We're linked with Onana. We're linked with Lavia. We're linked with a gang of midfielders. Um, so, Shemi, uh, do you have a horse in the race in terms of what we should do in midfield? Or if we should do anything? Um, personally, I'm happy to kind of... Um, I'm happy for to sort the midfield in the summer. I yeah. don't know if that sounds crazy, but honestly, I am. Um, I think what we've done in the window so far, I think is, is sufficient. Um, because you know the most bleeding problem in this in this team is the attack. Um, and don't get me wrong; I'm not saying we can't improve in our midfield. We definitely can, but um, I just don't see it as this. Um, I I don't see it as the priority of the attack. Basically, is what I'm saying. And the fact that we sorted the attack, I'm good to go for the rest of the season personally. Yeah. Um, um, and also we have a lot of bodies in midfield as well. Um, yeah. a lot of bodies. Um, Chukumeko's naturally a midfielder I believe I know he's been playing further forward but he's another body in midfield kind of um, Kante is still coming back Ruben's still coming back mm-hmm. um, and on top of Kovacic and Jorginho so and Gallagher <laughs> so there's enough bodies in there do you know what I mean I know it's not like in terms of what a lot of people, what certain fans want in terms of that you know that Casemiro DM or you know that mm-hmm. um, athletic 
midfielder who's gonna you know play the Kante role or whatever. But I just I genuinely feel like with what we've done in the attack, we're okay to go for the rest of the season and then address the mid um the the midfield in the summer. Personally, yeah, we got Andre Santos coming back as well. Got midfielders for days. Exactly. Uh, Jermaine, where where do you stand on it? So we're linked with Anana, Lavia, uh, Caicedo seems to be the one that um is the main yeah. guy. What's your, what's your... I'd, like while while Southampton are in the relegation zone, they're they're in the relegation places, right? Maybe I don't know. Southampton, I think so. Either they're, either they're yeah, in they it, are. They are. They're, they're 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 pretty much bottom. They're bottom. Yeah. Bottom. Whilst whilst that is the case, I would I would definitely hold out for the summer because um. If you're able to get Lavia for well, some why, kind of why try and buy him now rather than the summer? In the summer, then a lot of people will be competing. Plus, in the summer, maybe we can't give him a seven year death row. Mm, yeah, maybe, but I think um, I'm kind of with Shemi in terms of like with the bodies that we've got now. Not only have we got a lot of them, but I'd, I'm not like other fans where I think they're completely useless. Yeah, like, like a lot of people are making out that. You know, our midfielders ain't gonna be able to pass to Modric and the man. So yeah, I, I just and, think that's, I just, yeah. I just think that's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Like, not so long ago, these these same people were going nuts about Kovacic and how he was our best player, like one of our best players. And now, I've seen a whole three sixty, and the man them are saying, "Oh, sell him," or or like he shouldn't be playing. And like, I get that he's injury prone. I get that, but there is no way you're telling me. That Kovacic cannot have some good games with these with these new signings that we've just got. Impossible. Even Jorginho as well. Impossible. I mean, Jorginho has been playing. Jorginho's actually been in good form of yes. recent. Yes. I thought yes. he was he was actually one of the better players against Liverpool. He's um, been one of the better players under Potter, generally. I agree. Well. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think generally he's he's been playing well. And I think he's he's gone under the radar, personally. Yeah, they won't say it because they want him gone, but but it's um it's it's definitely true. And and uh with Hall and, and Gallagher and, and players like that, I think Potter's trying to trying to do what he can in a short space of time to try and develop like develop their game in the way that he wants them to play. With Gallagher, I think it might be a bit more difficult. With Hall, I think there's something to work with there. But but against Liverpool, one of the reasons why I think he was making so many poor decisions is because he was trying to be inventive at times. Because Liverpool were pressing us quite high. And so um, not pressing us high, but like they were, they were trying to get onto our touch. Like when we was dropping in the midfield and that, and so Hall when he was dropping in, he was trying to like kind of just catch them off guard and try a little something different. So yeah, to, to, to be fair, to, to be fair, I wasn't really happy with Potter for kind of throwing them in the midfield against at Anfield. Um, because obviously yeah. Hall's played all of his games at left back in the first team. I think, um, and I think there was an injury to Cover. Kovacic was supposed to be playing. There was an injury, and that's the reason why Hall played. Fair, oh, okay. Fair play, fair play. But even even then, I still feel, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. You know what? If Kovacic, if that was the reason why, then fair enough, because it baffled yeah. me, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with what you're saying because there was. Um, I remember in the first half, he did try to drop deep and pick it up, which was which was brave of him. But obviously, he just didn't have the the Jorginho in him to kind of like with the awareness. Um, to kind of you know know when the press come in and then give it off, and there's a couple of times when he got caught. Um, yeah, but yeah, because I don't know if you watched against Villa, but like um, the the game I'm talking about is the the game just before we um we'd come back into the season. You know, we had that friendly against Villa, but they played like their full team, obviously. Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But but Hall played in midfield in that game and, and what he was trying to do against Liverpool, he was doing it a lot against Villa and, and every time he was doing it, he was actually like catching him out so many times. So he beat like one or two players and then he was kind of through with so much space and options to kind of to, to play out wild and stuff. So I think he was trying to do that against Liverpool, but obviously it's a different level now. So <laughs> they kind of clocked it and they, his passes were a bit off. So... That's, I think that's going to happen. I see people saying, oh, throw Santos straight in. These men could even take Hall for one game. They can't, take, saying... they can't take Carney. They can't... All of these guys. And <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with Hall. And it is... as You're a Chelsea fan, so you're going to be watching to win and you're going to be emotional. These young players, yeah. you, you, you shouldn't really be coaching it out of Hall. The fact that he's taking yeah. risks with his passing, with his dribbling... You don't coach that out of him just because it's not working perfectly now as he does that. And he's, and this is why you don't throw players in like you don't necessarily. Obviously, in the case where Kovacic is injured and he does a role, I think we should be as fans a bit more patient, a bit more understanding. But it's why you kind of don't just throw these guys in and you actually Kovacic, who again, when Kovacic was playing deep, he made loads of mistakes initially. And then, especially in the Premier League, where you're going to get pressed differently compared to other leagues. And then he kind of grew into being able to do it way more successfully. And I think that Hall, rather than saying, stop doing this, stop doing that, he needs to be given the space to learn how to do it on this level. And um, so, yeah, so I, I, I get it. It was frustrating for, for fans, but that's just part of development. Um, we Gallagher apparently might be sold to bring in one of these players like a Caicedo. Uh, how do you feel about that, Jay and then Shemi? Um, I'm not. I'm not too bothered about it, to be honest with you. I think. I think. Um, I do like Gallagher, but I think Gallagher's not. When I'm looking at the players that we've got now, and I'm looking at maybe some of the players that could come in, I don't think Gallagher's going to be at that level. So I, I, I'd say it's also important for him if he's going to develop. It's important. It's going to be important for him to play as much as he can as well. So I think it will work out for everybody if he does get sold. Okay, you know I mean, semi on, on Connor. Yeah, I agree. I'm not Connor's biggest fan, to be honest. I don't think he's Chelsea <laughs> level. I, I don't think he's Chelsea level. Um, his his lack of awareness really, really annoys me, especially in Liverpool games. It's, it's just annoying me. But um, yeah, I think as Jermaine said, um, obviously he was playing week in and week out at Palace. Um, so the role he has now is not necessarily the best for him. So I think everybody wins if we sell. Um, and I think we should have sold in the summer, but um, yeah, he's done. He's done decent at times on the Potter, but he's just not my type of player. Yeah, he's just not my type of player. I I, I don't really like him, so yeah, I'll be i be cool with that. Uh, okay, we are coming up to a Chelsea hour, so we're not going to prolong it. Thank you for listening, Shemi Jay. Thank you for coming on. Um, so, so when's the next game? February the. I think it's next next Friday. I think against Fulham. All right, we'll find something to but do. so long. Oh, All my right, God. Pick up a new hobby, watch some basketball, but we will see you back next week. All right, have <laughs> All right, Leo. He done it! The greatest night in the history of Chelsea Football Club. European champions.
chatter and ranting. Doing the most. Truth say that money is power, so when you get money, keep fighting. Ghost. Ghost. I remember when I shot my shot, but I didn't have cops, so I hit the post. But next time it's a golden goal. And- Sports Social Podcast Network.